0: ever <laughs> ever two heels in a freeze
1: no more could be flying taking my spot or his spot we're here to crush and destroy listen learn and absorb because I'm spitting my truth <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years in a Face Wrestling podcast. On today's episode, there is another pro- promotion that has risen from the ashes. They are alive, you could say, um, like a phoenix. Uh, and that is AEW. Not, not to be confused with AEW. This is a- two A's and a W. And uh, we have uh, someone you're probably familiar with joining us today, but I'm going to hold my introduction for him. And I wanted to check in with Chris Ramiro. Chris, what's up, dude?
0: What's up, man? Um, I am excited. AAW is alive, and uh, in the journey of two heels in a face, uh, we started covering AAW as one of our initial shows as we found our niche. True, talking about the independent scene in the Chicagoland area, and through that, those initial podcasts. You know, I don't know how Trent stumbled upon SoundCloud links, and. <laughs> And reached out to us, and ever since, you know, we had a good relationship. And I think with this appearance, once again, he's topping the charts, and he's the the most invited guest to this podcast in comparison to Steve
2: Torrello from Warrior Wrestling. Welcome, Trent. It's alive! It's alive! <laughs> it's alive! What's up, gentlemen? Um, I cannot claim, I cannot claim appearance record anymore. I, I was a time where I. Was was leading the chart, and then Steve, you know, became to be an entity in Chicago. And then me and Steve were battling. But here's right. where I don't have an advantage. Uh, Steve gets a usually a preview show and then a post show. I can't <laughs> compete with. It. And then he he just ran like 17 shows in September. <laughs> I cannot compete with a preview post when uh, when we're on that pace. But uh, I might have to just hand the crown over to Steve next time, right in the middle of the field at the stadium at the football stadium at Maryland, I think <laughs> nope. that's what it's coming down to. <laughs> you are, you're still number one in our hearts, Trent. Thank don't you.
1: tell us, don't Thank tell you. Steve that. Um, but yeah, he gets, he gets a little spoiled. They have been running a lot, a lot. and it looks, it looks like AAW kind of uh, uh, not wouldn't say, I would say maybe adopting a sort of similar strategy or trying to right, make up make up for lost time and get that juice back and you're running a, a series of shows yeah um the first one happening tomorrow which is october 1st i believe is that tomorrow october, october 1st
2: eight? thursday man that is that is october thursday already show. spooky season as the as the ladies like to call it right but, and uh <laughs> how
1: many shows in total are you guys are we, we got coming up here
2: so alive is a series of four shows this okay. is a story arc of four shows um because it closed the year out right so yeah as you guys know originally i mean obviously we've we missed seven months of shows between epic and now right but this would be Windy city classic season right like usually we like mm-hmm. we couldn't do the tournament last year the lineup tournament or last month uh which is a, which is a heartbreaker because that it is really is. such a thing we're known for yeah uh, because that kicks off uh, you know, when you see the classic season. So we couldn't do that. So to make up for it, obviously when we got the clearance to do this, we, we were able to get four dates uh, with bourbon street, working in accordance with bourbon street, all the regulations and every, all the safety precautions. Right. And um, we're going to get to close of the year, at least with, you know, a semblance of story arc to go to the, uh, to go into 2021.
0: Yeah. So, before we even talk about like you know what what's what's coming ahead, I do like the fact that you're saying it's a it's a story arc throughout four shows. Yeah, right. I think it's important, and that promotions are noticing. Like, look, we have this span of time to to work, mm-hmm. and let's let's give them a story that's going to last for a while. Um, you mentioned Epic was the last AAW show.
2: It, no, it was going to be. We we're leading into it, but the last one ended up being Art of War in February. Got uh, it. The day we were, here's the funny thing. We, we usually meet up, the booking team meets up for like booking meeting and planning and production and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the day we were having, we usually go out to dinner and we hang out the day it was happening. That was the day the NBA walked off the court and that kickstarted everything. Mm-hmm. So I remember we were like, we finished up, we planned like the show was booked, we're ready to go. We're like, oh, cool. Let's, uh, let's go hang out. We were like hanging out, getting some coffee. And then we were like just flipping through our phones, like, damn, the NBA just walked off the court and like, what the hell? And then like Tom Hanks made a statement immediately after that, that he had it. And it was, that was it. That was the kickstart to the whole thing. And we were like, oh shit. Right. Cause I think (laughs) us, we were keeping a a close
0: eye. Cause I think you guys were the only show that was still kind of like, also like it's still happening.
2: Maybe still happening. Maybe we we kept it on the counter mm -hmm. as long as we could.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And until, until the final, because it, yeah, as you, as you're saying, Chris, it went from, okay, we're still happening. We're checking with the regulations. It's still happening. It's still on. Okay. We might have to cut down capacity. No, we're back to normal capacity. Logan's Square said, yes, uh, wait, we're, we're going to find out. Okay. No, it's still happening, but we're going to clean everything. Like we were, I'm talking like, we were like, okay, we're going to send the crew in there early. We're going to go disinfect the entire Logan Square auditorium. This and that, like it was all sorts of shit, until the final stab came down that it was done. Yeah, day. <laughs> That that that's wild. But uh, mm-hmm.
0: can you remind us at least? Um, and, and this sparked also a conversation at uh, at Warrior Wrestling and other shows that we've attended, where we you know we miss AEW, we talk about it, and we're
2: actually trying yeah. to remember
0: who are the champs. Oh man, <laughs> we forgot that uh, Chris Statlander There was the women's champion, right?
2: Stat so is a women's champion. She's out with injury, as you guys know, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for a while, so she will not be on the live shows because she's still she's in rehab now, right? Uh, Hakeem Zayn is the heritage champion, also known oh, as Rohit Raju. He he
0: did not push Paco.
2: He didn't. He took no. the
0: title away from Paco. That's right. Right. He's
2: hey. He we kicked off a, a hot thing with him because he went from. Um, that whole thing, burying Paco, just six feet in the ground, <laughs> burying Paco. Uh, oh, man. He's he also, also known as Rohit Raju on Impact. And he's the exhibition champion right now. Uh, so he, the, yeah. It started at A.A.W., I'm telling you, the, the the buzz for him. And he's uh, great on the mic. Uh, I, I did not much
0: know about him until A.A.W.
2: Oh, his stuff since has been great, even during the lockdown. He's still doing TV, so his lockdown stuff has, has been amazing uh obviously the the besties are still tag team champions and then okay. mancer is the heavyweight champion which i gotta say though for champions if you're a champion during the COVID era like your title <laughs> rate is your stat book <laughs> is like damn he was champion for like fucking year like a whole year holy shit so like it was it's crazy because like yeah your your stats just got inflated nicely without having to do anything oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's probably like countless heels across the across the world. Oh yeah, taking advantage of that, which is smart. But that's that's the current champ lineup. So yeah, everybody except um, so yeah, so everybody except uh, Statlander is going to be there. Fortunately, cool.
1: Yeah, it seems like. Uh, that was not like AEW did Sammy and Penta first, and Impact did it. it you know, AEW put a mid card title on Hakeem Same verse, and does Impact just just copying your booking? Huh? Uh,
2: that's us not going. Well, a lot There's of the influence from the Trent right you know? now. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm, I, I I I do an Impact. I do, I do the, <laughs> the number one Impact podcast in the world too. Now I can't I can't confirm or deny things like this. Uh, but no, you. Know, I will say this. Uh, it's not to say that there isn't things brought to light, right? Like if you you feature somebody who normally isn't getting featured yeah. and you bring it to light with a company that does production like AAW, uh, we we put a lot out there, a lot of material. We, we do, as you guys know, as opposed to one thing that sets AAW apart always has been the production. And we put a lot of promos and vignettes. We put a lot into character development. So mm-hmm. we put a lot out. So the idea is like, yeah, people are going to see it. They might have seen Hakeem and like, wow, we really didn't realize this guy was... That good on the mic, and he can carry. You know, he can carry the middle of the of the card. Like this guy, definitely is. He has it. He has the tools. And then, of course, people see that, and and people talk because you'll see like that hustle and muscle uh, uh, team with him and Karam. They they start getting booked together, uh, other places yeah. start booking them as a team now. You I know? saw I mean, that. Yeah. So it's it's something that we bring it to light. And it it benefits the characters, and it ultimately benefits us because it, it, we become a home base for them. So, I'm glad to have a part in it, and and be a part of that development. Because it's pr- it's pride for me to do it. Yeah, yeah. I put you in a tough spot
1: there. So that was that was a really good. Yeah, I'm not Whoa. liking that, Charles. <laughs> really <You're laughs> good know, political. I'm trying, to,
2: I'm trying to keep the impact people happy here. And you're burying, me, <laughs> you're burying me alive right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's pun. <laughs> um, speaking so, and speak.
0: Oh, go ahead, Chris. I was gonna say a little, little quick sidebar uh, regarding the podcast. How's that going? Like y- you guys are picking up steam. I see you on my Facebook feed every night. I don't know who you're podcasting with. Like with the band. With the
2: yeah, with the, <laughs> the <Impact> band show. <laughs> well, Hemi, the band. Uh, we were doing the quarantine chronicles for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We least, we stopped that because we things kind of opened up. We started going into practice a little bit uh, here and there. Obviously, not working towards the show is not much to practice for. Uh, but we started doing that, but the but the impact pod uh has grown exponentially during this time, which is to me was the craziest thing because we got time to focus on it so mm-hmm. during during the pandemic we yeah. we were hosted we initially were hosted by this this channel uh who was doing impact for years prior. He kind of gave us a little start, we kind of gained a little footing with, through that, then we broke out on our own, and we started doing live like we go live we're like the post show for impact every Tuesday, then we do a throwback episode every thursday talking the old tna stuff and then we do an open forum discussion on sundays so we're constantly broadcasting and the impact people are happy with us we're keeping everybody happy we got a lot of talent listening they're in the live chat Uh, so it's pretty cool man to me that was one of the big benefits of the pandemic was the ability to grow that and and you start you know you start seeing returns on it you start getting paid Mm -hmm. to do these things you start seeing money coming in and you're like man that's crazy like we're getting paid to do this everybody's we're in, the, we're in the black, and you're like, shit, this is actually a professional <laughs> thing now. That's awesome.
0: That's, that's awesome. Great. So how, what's it going to take for Impact to to call you the official, official podcast?
2: I just tell people to spam the shit out of their Twitter and let them know that that's what you want. And, then, and well, hopefully it'll happen. But uh, I, I personally, I think we're already doing a post show. We're doing a lot for it, mm-hmm. for the brand. Uh, it does make sense. It would make sense, not to put ourselves over too much, but we are... We're, we're we've become like the most listened to impact pod out there, and um, it would be very nice to be officially endorsed. Uh, but the company is happy with us. The the, the management in the company has told us they're extremely happy with us, and they like what we do. So I'm like, all right, just uh, put that little put that blue check on there and let us know <laughs> that you're you're endorsed, and I'll be fine. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. It's uh, it's all it's it's patience, as you guys know, in any kind of business. Yeah, consistency. And I think that's something that's that out. that you guys you know have been right on. In the meantime, I, I have fun. I'm, I'm really having fun doing it. I love uh, doing this. I think you, you guys are like the first podcast I was ever on. So like it kind of s- sparked something in me, you know, at the time. And I love it. I love the broadcasting. I mm. love the aspect of connecting because we go live. So going live mm-hmm. connects with people immediately. And that's a, really, yeah, it's a really, different
0: experience thing. for sure.
2: It yeah. is man it, it really is and and I got crazy stories already which I'll share off air what of <laughs> in, insane encounters with people who feel like they know you in real life when they're just a listener <laughs> in a live chat uh, can you guys can only imagine the shit that we've uh, we've had to deal with <laughs> no shit yeah <laughs> well That's
1: when right, you make yeah, it, it big fun. um can you just remember the little guys down here Yeah. And Absolutely. remember Absolutely. remember where, where you cut your teeth <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Cannot, no, forget, cannot forget my boys forget <laughs> no uh you touched on two you you didn't even mean to but you touched on two important things i think that has helped our podcast so much and uh recently we, we spoke to some people who are starting one and i don't think they heard us because we were like talking uh behind masks and no one could really mm-hmm. hear each other in this place but the two things that have helped them mo- the most are consistency and community And you touched on both of those, like connecting with your community via live and just how much you guys do it and how consistent you are in doing it. Like, you know, there's going to be obviously off weeks or struggle weeks where it's just like, you can't, you know, you have life going on, but yeah, those are the two, two most important things. I think that that's probably why it's helped so much. Obviously your passion and everything for it, but like consistency and community. And that's what I would tell anyone who's like, the fact that he owns like, 30,000
0: impact shirts a lot (laughs) 30,000
2: I try to wear a new one every every show but sometimes you you know you have your favorite t-shirts and you just kind of like rotate the favorite ones and I'm like I really (laughs) should wear a different one every show but requires a lot of digging into the closet but uh, no I I consistency is key with any kind of any kind of entertainment venue but um with podcasts I just see it I see it become such a if you constantly stay in someone's feed And you give them a destination, and then say, "Hey, I know every Tuesday I'm going to get this. Every Wednesday I'm going to get this." People like people are are creatures of habit. A lot of people like habits, like routine, you know, Mm -hmm. something they can rely on. And it's the same with podcasts. As simple as that sounds, podcasts are a big part of that. I I am um, I'm very inspired. Like uh, I I got to become really good friends. Friends with Vince Russo during all this—the infamous Vince Russo. Oh yeah, dude! I want to hear everything about yeah. that. <laughs> he's uh, he's awesome. Actually, despite whatever dirt sheets tell you, the guy's—he's a phenomenal dude, uh, and he's a phenomenal podcaster. Like he's turned this—he's created a podcast empire with what, what he calls the brand, and it's—it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like he podcast—he does like 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 he does like fifteen a week. It's an unbelievable, and he's Jesus. recording so many different things. And he's got people on his network. He endorsed ours. We were featured on his network for a little bit uh, for the impact stuff, for the throwback stuff. Um, yeah. So we did a little work with him. But, dude, I'm like, it's amazing to see the work ethic. And He turned into a full-time job, mean, that's what he does now for a living. He's extremely successful at it. But just that consistency, I see, like, I know in my feed, every Tuesday it's going to be this show, and I can look forward to this show. Every Wednesday it's this show. Every Thursday it's this show. It's just like boom, boom, boom. And it's constantly there and you kind of just you develop a sense of like cool i listened to it now i can talk to hit up my friend who listened to it too. like did you hear this today and you it's like people like having something tangible enough that they can connect with other people through it and that's yeah. a, 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 any it goes for anything especially it does entertainment. right especially so we were
0: talking about consistency and, and bringing it back to to live wrestling like that's the built community part of it right like Sometimes we'll go and we don't even know the card, but we know because there's a few people that we see it on a regular base basis. Mm-hmm. We'll go talk to them, have a couple of drinks, enjoy a good show, yeah. And and that's you know that's what's happening with AEW. Like we missed going to the shows, yeah. they're coming back, and and that's the cool part of of that, right? Like people were consistently expecting a show every month, and AEW has been absent for seven months. Obviously, like a lot of promotions. Mm-hmm but the 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 want the 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 demand is still there Mm -hmm. um and you know like now you have you know four shows lined up hopefully everything goes well and and they they happen right because things can change and it is what it is but knock on wood these four shows are going to happen um and
2: it's a series called the live and i am excited i i'm i'm excited like it's weird everybody's you're like randomly nervous, right? Because you're you're like oh, I've done this in a while, but it's like you've, I was like like I was talking to Mike, and he's like, "Man, I'm just nervous." I'm like, "Dude, you have read a thousand shows. Yeah. Like it's a whole different world now, you know. Like, you have to be conscious of making that one mistake because people are looking for you to fuck up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't they didn't have enough distance, you know. Oh, AEW set the chairs up wrong." They didn't take temperature, they, so we're covering all the bases. We're making sure we keep not only the talent safe, because you know how many of these promotions have had outbreaks now. Mm-hmm. You know they've had some outbreaks, and obviously the promotion cannot be held responsible for someone who let's say they contracted it, and they, but it takes two weeks to incubate it, and, and they don't get it till the tenth day, whatever whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. We, and nobody, and I've seen that no one's really holding any of the promotions are responsible, really. I mean, people have made comments like, oh, you know, because NXT had a huge breakout, AEW had a breakout. Uh, but nobody's really, like, holding their feet to the fire, like, you guys did this, you know? It just it happens. Uh, people are getting over it. They're healing, and, and it's fine. But we want to at least show that we're doing our part. Like, if we are going to take the responsibility to come back and do this, then we have to make sure we cover all the bases. And that requires an extra level of thinking, not just – Oh, let's book let's book a show and put it on. Here's the production. Here's the vignettes. Whatever, whatever. Now it's like we have to account for live stream. And within the live stream, it's like how do we make sure we present the audience safely? How do we seat them safely? Where do we put the boys and the girls? Like things, you know. It, there's a lot of little factors now to consider, including yeah. the crew. You know, keeping the crew mm-hmm. safe, the production crew.
1: Right. Yeah. No. It seems like a lot. Like those outbreaks you're talking about seem to be more locker room focused. So, like exactly. Yeah. You're, exactly. you're, you're focused on the the audience, right? Um, and not letting things happen there, but also like all the crew that's in the back and all these
2: wrestlers wrestled somewhere maybe the weekend before. Um, and not, it's not loose, come- right? right? Someone can come in to the crowd. We can cue out all of our safety. They're wearing a mask. Everybody's wearing a mask. But let's say somebody's got it and they're carrying. They're a non symptomatic carrier. Right. And it, it, let's say it incubates the next day. Now, are you going to say yep. like A.A.W. gave it to them? It's, but, you know, people will, there are people who will say, well, they got it there, shit, you know. And right. You have We have to be ready for that, which yeah. I know all the other indies are. I mean, the other indies have, dealt. everybody's dealt with this now. Even the big companies mm-hmm. have dealt with this. Uh, baseball teams have dealt with this. You know, it's it's happening. But I also see there's a little more logic coming into play now. People are realizing that, number one, young, healthy people are passing this within you know the one to two weeks people aren't really getting sick there's there's less people actually getting sick to the level that there's the hospital obviously the hospitalization numbers are down uh we we've, we've done that part of it it's just there. It's still a fear and it's going to be there until a vaccine is there that that calms everybody's nerves but until then if we're going to play ball in this field then we have to play ball with those rules and mm-hmm. the fears that we have to accommodate we have to accommodate everybody's fears and we have to be conscious of it
1: yeah that was very well said. And so the four shows, Chris, unless you were going to go into anything, what are the dates for those? Just so we, we hammer those out.
2: Um, and what's happening tomorrow, October 1st? October 1st is the first one. Then October 29th, uh, we should totally do a Halloween theme for that one, like like Halloween Havoc or something. Like, <laughs> Yes. Um, uh, then we have November 12th, and then we have December 10th. So Okay. You know, still some vibes of Windy City Classic, you know, season. You know, four shows is not bad. You know, it's not bad in the last three months of the year.
0: Right. So so. Was there any talk about uh, once we have these four shows, at mm-hmm. least making two of those, the JLM, even if it's not with the, the talent that would normally be there?
2: There was a talk to do it. Like, do we do we just put it on, right? Do we make it mm-hmm. up the tournament and just continue that? Like, then... Two of them are tournament or double up a day where it's tournament on one day and then get a winner move on through there was a talk but it just it felt so rushed. Mm-hmm. yeah for what mm-hmm. you know because as you guys know you've been to by all of them at this point the the line is like has become our thing like it's become such a in- important thing it's also very personal to danny and mike because right. it, it was for jim and his family JLMT, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully Basil, Basil, and Nate are listening right now, just shaking <laughs> their fists. <laughs> but sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> but um, we're like, if we can't do it fully, why well, don't we just wait until next year and do it right? You know, and the, this whole yeah. we'll actually act like this year is a parallel. It's a parallel dimension. If you guys are watching Back to the Future too, it's the parallel alternate universe that's created from the timeline, and that's what this <laughs> is. It's the same timeline running. 2020 is running up here, but this is a completely alternate universe. And that's what Alive is literally Alive is literally living in its own timeline. That's what these shows are doing. And they're going to come back and pick right back up. And not that we're going to like not use some consistency off these shows, right? Or some continuity, but
0: Mm
2: -hmm. it is existing in its own world. They're not named the normal show names or not named anything. They're just kind of their own world. So Mm -hmm. we have to operate within that. So line and will be next year. Unfortunately it's yeah. You know, hopefully everything goes well next year, but we should be back with that.
1: Yeah. I'm confused now. Cause you got time travel involved. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> know even know where I am anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody does <laughs> is, uh, is, uh, can you, can with, like, in terms of fans expectations, can they expect that, sh- that last, live show in December to be like, have the feel of a windy city classic to where, the 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 main event is going to be something that could potentially like build for months and like storylines come to a uh of tipping point.
2: That's this the is idea. Paco's chance, dude. Yeah, oh, and Paco's Paco come wants, back to her, yes. Paco wants to step up. This is this is the time to step up. But not like <laughs> but yeah, I mean I my my suggestion to the team was we still have to treat this like a story arc that builds to December. You know, the idea we always build to mm-hmm. December. You know, as you guys know our mm-hmm. point shows are like epic in the spring. United we stand usually in the summer is the big one. The line of tournament to kick off off the fall. And then the Winnie City Classic is our close of the year out strong. So we always have those peak peak shows. We have to treat it like that because we're building to this. It's the end of the year. It's going to give people something to feel good about at the same time. And uh, it's going to be very special because think about this too. If you guys know Danny Daniels uh, as much as I do, you do know that he is – He's been itching to do shows. The guy's a creative machine. And for seven months not having an outlet, it's like being in prison for the guy. So uh he really wants to deliver on this. And I think we will, man. We really are we got a lot going on. The team is is ripe right now.
1: Right. So speaking of Chris, unless you want to transition in anything. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about who's going to deliver um i'm yeah. just going to uh, in terms of the matches announced for the october 1st show by the way if you're listening to this and it's like already past october 1st
2: hopefully you're listening to it in the morning of, or the afternoon of october 1st the show or you haven't seen it yet and it's the weekend and you've ordered it on fight tv for 12.99 yes. and you're like I i'm say. about to watch this on fight tv and this is a great pre-show for it
1: Yes, absolutely. Spin it, <laughs> yeah. any way, spin it any way that makes
2: it relevant. <laughs> we gotta I gotta it. sell those buys, man. I gotta, I gotta be like Don West and like start selling this shit. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Okay. Um,
1: I'm just gonna say what's announced really quickly right now. And mm-hmm. then uh, we can just jump around to where what interests us. Yeah, Mat- Matthew Justice versus Manders, Sky Blue versus Elena Black, Christy James versus Hyan uh aaw heritage championship match hakeem zane versus travis titan aaw tag team championship match the besties in the world versus ace austin and madman fulton there is a six-man tag uh ace perry stephen wolf and stephen wolf's handpicked mystery partner Mm. um which could potentially be hulk hogan just kidding no it's not he's not the third man in this case or the sixth man uh versus Gringo Loco Airwolf Angel Dorado. That is a lot of luchid right there. Um, How,
2: what a what a decent card. Like honestly, for what everything going on, I was like, this is a damn good card. This yeah. is like this is an oh, AEW yeah. card. It really is. Yeah. And then capping off uh AEW heavyweight
1: championship match. Jake Christ, who has been uh just a, a, a main a complete mainstay and is synonymous with your brand um against good old Mance or Mance Warner. So I don't know. Where does your mind go immediately, Chris
2: or Trent? Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, if you guys want to go match by match and we can just give a little opinion on it. So actually, my, I, my I, quick I, takeaway... I, good. Uh, What's going to be... Is this
0: Because we're familiar with Elena Black. Is this her her first uh, her AAW debut?
2: I was going to start with that one, actually. Good good yeah. call. So she did a dark match for us.
0: Fight uh, for once. the future?
2: She did... A, yeah, it was a fight for future match. Not taped, though. Okay. It, it was with... Um, Oh my god! I forgot her name. Blair Onyx. Uh, Blair Onyx. Yes, yep. they did a dark uh, last year, late last year. Mm-hmm. So technically, this is her debut, and so is Sky Blue. There's a Sky Blues debut. Who has? And she's got an interesting buzz uh, around the around the Midwest. And I know we've been high on her for a while. Like she has. I don't think she's gotten as big of a platform yet, and this will be a pretty good one for her. Uh, I'm curious to see what Sky Blue does. I know Lena Black's making some more more dates lately, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Sky Blue, I'm really curious to see what she pulls out because this could be a great, essentially a showcase for her to to you know either, either become a mainstay or or not. <laughs> so I'm excited to see these two tear it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Could you say that after this match, they'll probably be both black and blue? because of oh, all the my vacuos, god i didn't even I think, think about that and,
2: yeah he's here all week
1: <laughs>
0: oh man
2: i am not a
1: father yet i should probably gave that joke to you chris so it's for you to use it. <laughs> no no it can take
0: no credit uh but aw does get credit for having two women matches yes. in this card christy yeah. james versus high end i was gonna oh. say that i think that that's where the demand is in terms of
1: uh, Just the, the like what we see online in terms of the feeling of still wanting that. And it, yeah, it looks like your car is delivering
2: that. I love Kirstie James is amazing. I'm a big fan of hers. She's like she's awesome. Uh, I think she puts a lot of time into what she does. She's very professional and she is really out to prove something in wrestling because uh, she works hard. She you know, she's very She is low key. She's a little more low key than she should be, I think. Uh she trains, you know, in Mexico a lot. She flies out there and trains and does matches. She's done the, she's, she's like tore up with the best of them. And um, a very, very good, strong, I didn't want to say up and comer because she's like a level PA, level past that. But mm-hmm. um, she is making some really, really cool waves. I'm excited to see her growth in her career. Haiyan is another one. She was in Texas originally. We, we, we had her in Texas. She moved up here. And we started working with her more, and and as we saw before, we all ended before pandemic. She was being managed by Steven Wolf, and uh, that's right. I'm looking forward to another uh, one. No. This is a actually, to me for the women's division. This is a very important match because it's it's going to set the tone of who is going to be going into that that title picture pretty yeah. soon. You know,
1: yeah. I saw Hyan went Super Saiyan and uh, has blonde hair now she like just kind of died like i saw
2: that yeah it might have been today yeah i saw that i for at first i was like who is this i was like (laughs) when steven wolf browsing the video went out i was like who the hell is that but she looks completely different i mean her looks completely different even wolf he shaved his beard looked totally different
1: yeah
2: they're coming in fresh with a whole new whole new look tomorrow so i'm very curious what they bring by the way steven wolf is the best dressed member of the AW roster, hands down, three piece suit. He walks. the the thing, the video he put out. He walks into the, the show like tops, top, yeah. like always, uh, yeah. and always with a with a foot long sub from Subway. All every, <laughs> every time. <laughs> what does every he get? Time? What sub does he get? I don't know. I never asked him. Actually, I should ask. Interesting. Him always, always a Subway though. Yeah, always. five dollar foot <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of got that feel. It's it's kind of that feel of. I mean, when
1: you see like you know, when they always cut to like football players or basketball players. Yeah. Well, sometimes people wear like crazy stuff like Cam Newton, wears like the, like, like things that used to be like rugs and now he's like wearing it. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of got that feel of like, you know, when you, when a professional athlete shows up this day, I mean, you know, he comes in the suit mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it kind of seems like that same thing. Like, I don't know. He probably wears it when he manages. He
2: probably doesn't wrestle on that though. I would assume. Right. They, they, no, he doesn't wrestle in that, no. but, I, it's one of those things where I like it a lot because I remember it. I, I, I it stands out for me that like, he comes and looking like a pro. Yeah.
1: You know, He's exactly. a young guy
2: and he's still cutting yeah. his teeth in, in a lot of ways, but he comes and looking like a pro every time. And, um, it's a, it, it that's a reason that the, a lot of these owners and management emphasize to these guys to come in looking professional. Cause you are a star. You want to per- perceptions reality, you yep. know? And, uh, it, I mean, there's a reason. Like, if like if Vince McMahon showed up in board shorts and a T-shirt, you know, like you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it, you know, you want it, the the perception of I the agree, owner, yeah. the perception of the star, you know, like, uh when the, when the main stars are walking in the building, you want them to look like stars. It's a big complaint I've heard about. Like AEW, the guys are like way too casual. You
0: mm-hmm. know, like apparently
2: they show up on TV like on T-shirts and or beach shorts and sandals. It's like, you don't you you don't. I mean, it's like it's a and people have talked about that. Yeah. I always remember, like, I, I remember Wolf coming out with a suit. I remember Christopher Daniels is one that never is without proper dress. You know, like, he years back, I remember reading an interview with him, and he said, He's like, I was always told you come in looking like it's a professional you are, and it shows, man. I, to me, that stands out for a young guy like Wolf. It stands out for him.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know who talks about it, but I, I heard it several times, like the, the airport effect. Absolutely, 100%. Where you just wanna be in the airport, you don't know who that is, but they walk by, I'm like, Yeah, that's somebody.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> that's something I feel so that's lost in, in today's um in today's wrestling community. People mm-hmm. have to like like guys, don't forget you are on a stage. People yeah. look up to you, people want to take a picture with you. And if you're dressed like them or you're just so super, super casual or you're blending in, they don't you're not trying to blend in. Yeah, you want you wanna be you wanna be a, a destination for people to stop and say, hey, who is that? I want mm-hmm. to stop and meet you. I want to get a picture taken with you. You have to have that. The airport effect, the the head turn, it, hell, it, it is a real thing. I, I don't, did I ever tell you guys a Buff Bagwell story that I had? I, don't I think so, I, but please do. This is a great story. It's, and It completely is the airport effect. I was at the Atlanta airport in 2000, I want to say 2002. It was after WCW now. This is, this is 2003. This is two years after WCW. I am in security line. This is right peak, you know, 9-11 security. So security's out the fucking, out the door. And I'm in line, this big ass line in Atlanta. And I start hearing this buzz, like behind me, like this, this buzz, this wave. It's like, people are like making those, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, I kind of look back and you see all this like insanity, like buzzing. People buzzing. yay, Taking pictures. jingle. what is going on? And so come walking is Buff Bagwell. Full gear, like full on buff bag. Not like, not like what the, not like what the completely full gear, but he is like, he looks like a star. He's got some Mm -hmm. kind of special clothing on and he's coming back and everybody's turning their heads. And they're like, oh, Bushet Buff, what's up, Buff? He's like, on the stuff and he's like, buff bag, what's up, baby? He goes, NWO for life. And he's like, he's gimmicking and they walked him through all the fucking security, got him Uh. right through. But I will never in my life forget it was like a wave at a, at a baseball game where it's like the wave starts, you know, and you just see the wave going. It was mm-hmm. like that. Every single head. It's the busiest airport in the country. Every single air, uh, uh, head turn, everybody looked. And I was, and people didn't know who the fuck he was. They were like, who the fuck is this guy? It looks like a star. That's the effect. I'll, to this day, it stands out to me. And I'm like, God damn. How many guys can say they can do that, you know? And um, it's so important, super, super important. Yeah. So,
1: who is the mystery handpicked partner, and why is it Paco, Trent? I think
2: this interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> Paco, man. Paco is is. Uh, uh, it could be Paco, you know. Could It'd be. be. It could be anybody. I guess that could be Hulk Hogan anybody at this point Stephen wolf is a connected man that suit comes with connections so we'll see who he picks but uh keep your keep your your eyes peeled on this one it's gonna yeah. be interesting
1: i want to say uh i'll also before we jump to the match i want to say i'm pretty sure Hyan tweeted um uh and this is something we're fully in support of but i think she said she's going to be she wants to be signed she said like a goal wants to be signed I want to see I want it's either within a year or by the end of the year I'd say probably within a year makes more sense just because the end of the year not that she can't because she's good enough but like the end of the year and the and still like everything kind of unveiling mm-hmm. um, takes some time but um, I think she put out a tweet something like that like I want to be signed within a year or something like that so what,
2: what do you guys think there's such a rush to get signed like I know it's a dream that you want to get signed but people are kind of almost looking at it like it's that easy. Uh, Because, you know, it's become a little loose. Like, people are getting signed up, scooped up quick. But, like, there is a lost art of cutting your teeth for years on the independence and really perfecting your craft before you get to a sign stage. You know, like, there's a lot of people who they indied for years. I mean, Eddie Kingston's a great example of this. right? You know, talk about a guy who was completely an indie guy. He had a brief, you know, two brief runs in Impact, but that was late. That was just not too long ago, a couple years ago. Indie guy for nearly 20 years. And he got a big, he got a big stage, you know, full on featured role. He was on, like I said, he was on Impact, the LAX thing. It was on, not a wrestling role though, you know, manager role, but this is a featured star role out of Big Station. But think about it. He got to this big stage after cutting his teeth and perfecting this character. For twenty years, nearly. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I, don't rush to get signed. You know, like you could, you could be a. Because you remember when he made that appearance, people were losing their fucking mind for him to get signed. It's like, again yeah, yeah. now it makes sense. I, I think but. there's, some, I think there's some truth to that.
1: I think uh, we probably have to have her on an ask her. Otherwise, I'm, com- I hope I'm not completely misquoting the tweet because I don't look like a jackass or again. But um, everybody today, Charles. you, are no. to me. I think You're it's, it, it seemed like a thing of like <laughs> confidence. <laughs> And yeah. like, you know, you say it, you want to have that ride that line of like, I am re- like, I'm really good and I can do this without being too braggadocious, but like putting it out if you're saying it and putting it out there in the sphere, you believe it and then it comes true. Mm-hmm. So it seemed to be more along those lines, not to say that like, you're what you're saying is completely wrong because sometimes patience is a, is a virtue, right? Yeah. So that's how I interpret it as but whatever happens support either way you can make a living even if you're not signed i think that's the goal for most or at least like a really good fallback goal to make absolutely. a living doing what you love so we'll see how that how that pans out
2: absolutely absolutely what else we got on this card let's let's go down one the title match the heritage title match uh, Travis Titan and Hakeem Zane uh, for the heritage belt and this is this is great because Hakeem, as is was on a tear, as you guys know, before we shut right. down. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: so him and Karam on a tear completely. And he, the thing is, the, the even though we shut down, he kind of continued this through uh, his role in Impact. And it's a different name, but the talk is there. You know, the the, the verbal is there. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's currently reigning X Division champion right now, as well as the Heritage champion. So this is a strong, strong guy. This is a different this is an interesting aspect. The Hakeem Zane we left in February is like even stronger in October now. Coming back way strong. So to me, that's very interesting. And uh Travis Titan's a newer guy up and coming. I think he did one fight for the future for us, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um it's gonna be interesting to see this match. This is this this uh you got a, a more veteran, young guy, uh both out to make prove themselves. Continue to prove themselves. I'm excited for this one a lot. I mean, as you guys, I'm a big Hakeem Zayn fan. And um I think he's very fired up to come back. So this one should be fun. This one should be a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, he's definitely got speaking of confidence transitioning, he's got like yeah. really good in ring confidence, uh Hakeem Zayn, which is mm-hmm. is like i probably put it like a number maybe number one in his arsenal, at least from my my what I've seen,
2: my personal fan perspective is that mm-hmm. so. Even though he completely destroyed Paco, and I know how you guys feel about Paco, but he completely destroyed Paco, derailed Paco's epic title win, the derailment rematch. Biggest pop
0: and the Logan Square Auditorium.
2: I had, and I missed it. I was I was out of town, but uh, from what I saw, it was the everybody told me I got text saying it was the biggest pop <laughs> in Logan Square Auditorium ever, and it was a damn good, like very unexpected finish. It's like holy shit. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Paco forget to, to have just to have him in that list. You know, he's in there, he's in the record book. At least yep. he got in there. Yeah. He uh, got it'll in never then. happen again. Poor, poor Paco. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Let's not say that. Let's not say I'm that. Just I'm just I might one of my biggest things to tease Danny about is uh I keep trying to get Danny to come out of retirement. And I was like, I was like, just I'm like, do it against Paco. Just pile drive him right to hell. one more pile driver right on paco you can leave happy you know just can take that pass take that bastard out and he's like why do you why? he's like why are you always aiming me against paco i'm like take him out. <laughs> easy picking just pick the bones you know just ruin him completely <laughs> but he won't do it oh,
1: you know, we will not like stand that. for that paco slander chris can you please make <laughs> a note
2: to edit this out you guys <laughs> had Paco on, right? We did. We got Paco on. For uh, guys at the... Yeah, I got him briefly uh, at LaSalle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that but, was in many moons. He could not believe somebody wanted to talk to him. He was like, he's like, what? what? They want to talk to me? I'm just Paco. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. He's like, but <laughs> what, what am I going to say? I'm like, let's talk about yourself. I don't know. <laughs> like, they'll ask you questions. like, oh, shit. And he kept trying to, like, avoid it because I think he was nervous <laughs> yeah. the whole time. He's like, oh, uh, they still want to talk to me? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Um. What should I say? I'm like, say whatever you want, man. <laughs> like, he was just so nervous. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it's so funny that we we did like that. Well, you guys saw the Paco video, the one that Rob did.
0: Yeah. Hashtag push Paco. The yeah, name, the Paco. title of it is heavily <laughs> influenced by Two
2: on face. It's completely influenced. By me. <laughs> Let's not even joke about that. You guys, you guys came up with that. Um, but I was asking the questions, you know, for we're, we're, we're doing it. And I was like, I was like, who are you? And he's like me. I'm Paco <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like oh the whole the hand slapping he's like yeah. me I'm Paco man and uh yeah I mean I'm Paco I like to you know I'm the guy I'm the underdog but I'm always I'm like Paco you slap slap but you just stop punching your hand you're like yeah just, just give, me, give me deliver a the Mike's picking it up he's, he's like yeah exactly he's like, he's like all right all right. I'm sorry I'm like all right now again all right. Goes, me? I, I, I'm Paco I'm Paco man I, I just that's that's who I am I'm 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 like, Pocky, you, you gotta stop punching your hand. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I need you to also repeat the question in the answer. He's like, All right, cool. I'm like, All right, tell me about yourself. Uh, you know, hey, I like doing. I just like, oh shit. <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. Like, yeah. Rob and I look over at each other. We're like, How do I, how do I, how do I get in the stock? Can you, I'm like, can you just edit this out somehow? Can you edit <laughs> the hand slap? And he's like, I'll See what I can do, because he was just not doing. He was not having it. <laughs> Yeah, a, when ev- everyone a, wants to uh, uh, bang on Sammy Callahan's <laughs> dressing room door, and we're
1: like, no, we want to talk to Paco actually.
2: You know, it's <laughs> true. He's uh, he's great though, man. He talk about a guy who grassroots. I, he's the he's the Mikey Whipwreck <laughs> of uh of this generation, man. The c- perpetual underdog, but man, people love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's another, uh, another uh, uh, fan ahead. favorite. Yeah, another fan favorites are the besties. They've oh been holding God. on to those titles for a very long time.
2: Title? Yeah. You can you imagine Vegas' ego with his title <laughs> reign now? It's like it's like a year-long reign nearly, and he's just gonna be. I think it's. I think they hit a year now. This is it, and uh, the ego on this guy. <laughs> but, if there's one I person to make that, that joke, though.
1: it would be him. And yeah, uh, he's like the only one in the world who I and I want to have an ego. Like every other person, I'm like, oh, that guy's got such a huge ego. But like, I want to f- just throw coal into the the fire of Vegas ego,
2: because I think that's when he's at his most entertaining. I'm going to see really quick. Cause I'm curious now. I think they hit the, I think they hit the year. I'm mm. just going to see. I uh, think there's potential. Yeah, they hit the year, man. There's
1: potential too, for like have Vega and Fulton to be in the ring at the same time. And like a lot of funny stuff to happen. So, so
2: this is Fulton's debut for a W. This is madman Fulton's a W debut along with Ace Austin. Uh, another guy, another two guys who are who completely have been furthering their their brand on Impact since this all went down because Impact mm-hmm. kept taping, right? Uh, the rides of Ace Austin has been incredible. And he made evented. He was the main event of uh Slamiversary as well. Like this guy's done awesome stuff. Like he, the guys, like he, I mean, completely has grown. And then Fulton, you know, really, really growing himself, like becoming coming into his own. Uh, and he's been. We've been trying to find a way for it to work out with him in AAW, but uh, it never lined right up. But now it just lines up perfectly because they're also teaming on TV. So this this is perfect. Like this, uh, it's a perfect opportunity for both yeah. of them. And I this is great. I'm excited to see this one a lot.
1: Yeah, they just tagged at Warrior Two, I think. So uh, becoming synonymous as a tag team and doing it in different places. And uh, this one, that's one I uh, I I don't know so much about them as a tag team. So I don't have a ton of expectations. So that's when I would like ne- need to discover more as well as like the justice versus Manders match where I know like a little bit about manders, but in terms of like that match and, and the booking, well, ex- I guess explain to me any booking strategy or you don't have to lift the veil, but if you could pull the, the curtain up uh, a little bit, because you are a backstage boy and you do have access to do that, but it's true. Ex- explain to us just because, I don't even know really where to start with them, not because I don't want to, but just because I don't know. So like that match,
2: where does that start? So if anybody follows them online, that you can probably see them always hashtag SCG, them along with Manser. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's second year, or SGC, second gear crew. That's like their little crew. Okay. Uh, I forget who else is in it. It's, it's, it's Justice, Manders, uh, Manson, somebody else maybe, I think. But they're all good. They're boys. And um, this is a match of... Hey, like, who's uh, who's at the edge? So it's friendly competition, in a way. Okay. we got very familiar with each other, so I think it'll be. uh I think it's a great matchup because they're two guys kind of at that same growth level right now, making waves together, making noise together on on the independents. But I think Justice had a banger of a match last uh you know, earlier this year with Nick Gage. I think he really came out and people were like, damn, this guy's, he can go. Like, he's actually, like, this dude's legit. Because he hadn't done too much Chicago. I don't remember ever seeing him before we booked him. Mm. And um, him, you know, kind of becoming known to the Chicago fans and stuff. He's proven himself. Mander's another one, to me, complete road warrior. A guy who started off very eager to learn and grow and become something and who constantly invests in himself. And I am, man, one of my favorite stories of of just continued success. Cause he, I remember just sitting with him. He's asking advice. He's like, what do you think I should do? Should I try this? What What can I do here? Always willing to learn. So he, for him to come into his own over the last year has been awesome to watch. Uh, this should be a very, very good match actually.
1: Nice. Um, and then it seems like the, the main event uh, Jay Chris probably being like an AEW litmus test, right? If you can have a banger main event with Jay yes. Chris, then you can, a main event in AEW.
2: Well, he's his new, new character. He's new in the modern man in black. Uh, so he's kind of going a resurgence. He's been with JT Davidson on the Indies a lot. I don't know if I personally cannot tell if we have JT or not. I don't know okay. uh, if JT has been cleared to do this one. Um, but he's kind of reinventing himself. You know, we all saw he, he kind of got screwed on impact due to some of the stuff that happened in Speaking Out because he was uh, part of a tag team with his brother initially. Uh, right. Obviously, his brother has some controversy surrounding him. Uh, he was eliminated from impact, back. And then he was in a storyline with uh, Cancel Culture with Joey Ryan, who also has a lot of controversy. So two mm-hmm. areas that he was fit into were inadvertently dropped uh, because of what happened, and it kind of left him as a victim of it. Mm-hmm. So he was off TV, um, kind of words out, on, rumors out, on, or kind sort of juries out on where his status is with Impact. But because he was innocent bystander in a sense. But in the meantime, I've seen him kind of reinvent himself, the new character, going back with JT. Uh, he's like I said, he's a litmus. That's an AEW. He's former several time tag team champion. Been there forever and he's one of those guys guys like you can put him against anybody yeah yeah we need you to have a good match like who can give so and so a good match it's like Jake chris cannot have a bad match at all right you know?
0: was was it Jake chris the one that had that match with um and the, the the quote-unquote dark match where the lights went out in LaSalle? that was, it. The, the, uh, was that him
2: that was him he was bleeding like it was full full blood there's a great picture basil took of that one that's insane um but Jake and uh Jimmy Jacobs, where well, the lights went. Out. were right. you guys there? No, no, no I, I was missed there. that one too. I was uh at a family op, uh family obligation that day, but that's one of the most famous a w moments where the lights went on the night the lights went on LaSalle it was uh <laughs> in the, the whole town the whole town the whole town went out <laughs> for it was like these are the pictures of it like people are lighting the ring up with their cell phones. Mm-hmm. Like I think Basil used one of the, his lights. It's like we got they got through it somehow. Very popular in the folklore of AW. <laughs> yeah,
1: he seems like Mr. Reliable that
2: someone just,
1: someone Danny or whoever is booking can always lean on.
2: he's he's one of those guys where like he he's credible. He's great at what he does. Uh, he has a great pedigree, like in terms of his history and where he comes from. He does the pedigree. No, we're not the pedigree. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but what he does is is great stuff i mean the guy is a fantastic performer so you can count on him to deliver absolutely and why not you know why why not why not if you can book Jake chris why wouldn't you yeah. you're not going to get disappointed why not paco
1: again why not let's, let's, let's get off he's a paco mystery track.
2: man you know, paco paco <laughs> is done he's buried hakeem saying he buried him he first he buried him at the at at one at the first show that they had that when, when he took his belt from him at the um Wendy City Classic and then he buried him in the rematch you know at uh, New Dawn he just took his dug him back up buried him again it's over Paco, the Paco I will dream not, is dead <laughs> I, 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 I am being dragged
1: behind that train like <laughs> my corpse is just being dragged against the rail I will not get off the train like I'm tied to it or Paco and I just let it end me and for the, for those listening like we really do like Paco. Like, we, it's, it's turned into a joke. We really do like him, but you, it's like you we really do want a, to see him succeed. And no, so.
2: you guys were a big part of the Paco movement. I'm serious. And this yeah. is no joke. No, I know. The, the hashtag Push Paco started from you guys. Uh, the movie that Rob made was titled hashtag Push Paco because right. of you guys. So the Paco movement is a real thing. I can never deny that. The, the crowd <laughs> reaction to him, because there's some guys, right, that I'm like, Oh, is the reaction just because of the song? Because the song's catchy and people are just like singing along with the song, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, or is it like the guy? And, you know, and, and with Paco, it's it's Paco. Yeah. You know, with like, like for example, I use Ace Romero as an example, right? Ace Romero has, you know, he doesn't, he's not a very regular AAW guy, but his reaction's huge. And I'm like, but then he starts thinking back, like, is it the song? Is the song very right, catchy? People love singing the song. Right. Mm-hmm. Would the reaction be the same if it wasn't the song? right but uh, in the
0: case of davy vega right everybody hated davy vega like I they thought, were yeah. like he had so much heat but after the song after the and song. the besties be- the besties became a thing and they started going everywhere with the song i mean i wish they would be able to play it everywhere they go yeah but but the, i think they proved themselves that they're like the song is just part of, of what got them in the door exactly but, you know
2: exactly i i hundred percent agree with that but Paco is a natural grassroots movement. Yeah, because I don't Obviously. like
0: Paco's entrance music.
2: No, it's it's definitely it does it's does not match. Match, him. <laughs> it's, it's not, not the Paco only thing. at all.
0: <laughs> that's the like, only thing that doesn't match. But I am like him more.
2: Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, this song is way too intense for what Paco is. <laughs> like I'm talking, Paco is a little dude, man, and like this very quiet guy, and the yeah. song is like that's <laughs> it. It's like this is so not Paco at all. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I just want to bring that up because if someone is unfamiliar with those jokes, it's like they're they're they. We do we do want success, and the, but then also turn oh. into like a running gag as well.
2: Oh, they're but. wondering why we're spending literally fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> to go, like who the fuck is Paco? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, Trent. So let's get to
1: show two spoilers. What have you got for us?
2: well (laughs) keep keep a keep an eye out for stuff during the show in terms of like what we obviously we have to to let you know what's coming up for the next one right right and because this is a series results of this you know feed the next show so obviously what happens here is going to set your tone so show number one is very important for that reason so keep it keep an eye out you'll have some uh you'll probably get some nuggets dropped on who's going to show up for show number two so keep your eyes open on, on that in so, the broadcast.
0: Know, uh,
2: Thursdays. Why Thursdays?
0: Thursday it was, was it a way of just limiting
2: people to like... It was... We got... You know, Bourbon Street will work with us. Uh, we, we have a great partnership with Bourbon Street going back... Oh, man. Went to eight, first aid. Over a decade, right? They've worked with Bourbon Street. Uh, great relationship. Great setup. And because of their restrictions, what they're trying to do with their limitations... They said, look, Thursday is a great day to, off, to give you guys. We can, we can work with you guys on Thursday. It's not too much demand on us for the bar. Because everybody's trying to survive, right? Everybody's right. limited. Like you, I mean, you guys see a bourbon street on a Saturday night is literally, if you're a Southsider is the place to fucking be. So they're limited. We, so we have to be fair to them. Thursday is a little off mm-hmm. night. So they said, we can work with you guys on Thursday. Um, a little easier too. Like you can kind of get more access to some people. Because of it's a Thursday, there's not many conflicts yeah. on a Thursday. Uh a little more a little more room to work with. So, so it's and it it makes it a little special to me. It's kind of like a weekly it becomes a weekly show in that point. There's nobody runs on Thursday. No no T T V shows are on Thursday, uh, wrestling wise. So it's kind of But like, it hey, can, can be on be your the TV one.
0: if you buy it through the fight.
2: Twelve ninety nine $12.99, man. I I'm surprised you know, one thing that bothers me, I'm like we should have done a four a four show pack for this i guess uh, warrior did that right for the like so, yeah. stadium series
1: yeah And was like a pack, discount think, if you got yeah. all four of them yeah
2: three pack yeah i'm surprised i don't know if we, we just think we couldn't get that from fight or what happened but um fight is gonna carry the whole thing they're amazing partners as well fight is a great team of people so um and as you guys know with fight you buy it it's on your demand for on demand forever after that. So yeah. It's just uh, so easy to
1: yeah. It's on demand is just so easy for my I feel like my schedule where it's like I'm I feel like I'm just watching wrestling at like the weirdest times and just have yeah. have it a couple clicks away is just so
2: convenient. Especially with uh with fight like giving the options like you can chromecast it out. You can you know you have a lot of options. Start it stop. It's just mm-hmm. on demand wrestling is great. No question about it. Live there's another there's a there's a different vibe for live, no question, but uh, having it available like this at your fingertips on your phone is is clutch. Yeah, especially when it's alive. Alive, it's awesome. Uh, the new, i love the logo. Have you guys seen the logo? Is yeah. incredible to me. Who's uh, whose creation was that? That's one of our artists, I think, in the UK who does that. He's been doing a lot okay. of the posters. Oh, that's awesome. It. The T-shirt just got released in pressing tees right now as well for the logo. Right, oh, I'm cool. a huge fan of it. I think it's, I think it's, I, I was, batter. I
0: was literally about to be like, Oh, pro wrestling teas. I got my team card shirt on, but I don't. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, my, uh, uh, my three month old vomited all over it. Oh, today, shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> she saw it
2: and she's like, team cart Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> there's a metaphor in there somewhere. <laughs> oh um, man. No, but they just hit pro wrestling teas today. So it's on there. It's ready to go. Uh, we, obviously it's a little, a little too short of notes for people to get it for tomorrow. Or for the October 1st show, but maybe for the 29th, if you're in town, very limited, only 50, 50 people are coming. Uh, if you're in town, grab your shirt.
0: Right. Uh, how are you guys dealing with merch?
2: Uh, we're going to have a merch table set up. It'll be there. Uh, I still want to still wanna be, you know, there's much semblance of a regular show you can give people. Okay. I want to give it. So uh, no intermission, obviously, because it's a live show, but uh, merch table will be there. I'm not sure if we're letting people in a little early but um okay merch merch will be available yeah, yeah. cool, cool yeah cool.
0: well i mean it's it's always good to see wrestling come alive again
2: it's uh it's been it's been a while man it, it's it a, is a little nerve wracking though you know
0: very oh, good sure. time by
2: the way very good time <laughs> yeah there. that was good <laughs> um you know it, it's it's crazy because you have run so many shows but like i'm not nervous now but tomorrow will be Mm-hmm. you know once we like start doing pre-tapes then it's like i have to talk to people through a mask like what the fuck is this you know like it's just it's not the world we left and seven months might not seem like a lot but it is a lot you know you kind of you're not in that zone that you are every week yeah mm-hmm. well, maybe a little every bit
1: month. of rust, but once you do like 17 trying things i'm sure within an hour i'm sure the 18th will both yeah,
0: it'll come back.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it'll somehow find its way back. Yeah, at yeah.
0: some point, you guys got to get a shirt
2: now. Trend Things. I should get a shirt called Trend Things. We have to retire <laughs> team cart, put Trend Things on there, on the these boys, uh Pro I think these. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, yeah so, so you so charlie you are you gonna be at any of them because chris is coming to two you have chris you have tickets for two of them right you
0: said i yeah i snagged two when i panicked and noticed that i uh it was one a.m in the morning and i'm like yeah. oh shit i was supposed to do this at eight Damn. Um, yeah. so yeah i i panicked and i got to i think is the
2: second and last show nice those are good ones to be at though too actually so yeah and charlie are you set for any of them
1: not right now um but uh, Thursdays unfortunately, is my d and d night, but not that we can't sometimes we move it to Tuesdays, so tomorrow i'm not going um, and i don 't think I of even fall when the bears plant there's in football, so I think i 'm good there. Those would be the only two things that would drag me away but um a hundred percent like if I plan it ahead, which I now have no excuse not to because I know the dates, um, I should check in with Chris and see which one i 'm able to go to, so not tomorrow but I think it's it's very likely I'll I'll hit up a couple.
2: The uh, the thing to tell you guys because they're all they did all sell out, but because of this, the current situation, you know, people are there might be last minute mind changers. Because the thing is, we had, we gave priority to all the season all ticket the, holders. Yeah, the season ticket people got mm-hmm. it first, right? Because it's like you guys paid for season, so we sent that thing to the season ticket holders to say, hey, RSVP if you are comfortable coming. So some were, you know, some are not. They were just like, no, just roll us over to next year. So, and then everything after that, what the difference between those people and then everything up to 50 is what we were able to make available. So you might have people who change their minds, you know, it's four months in Mm -hmm. advance. If you don't have tickets for any of the other ones, I would, I would just recommend just stay, keep your eyes peeled because if they do open up, we'll put them out right away. So just keep, uh, keep conscious. Yep. Follow AAW
1: pro on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, anything else fit like them on Facebook and uh, yeah, you'll get those notifications and all the other match announcements and things like all the cool promos of, of high and Stephen Wolf looking sharp. I that one, I, I, I dropped.
2: So different, so yeah. different.
1: <laughs> she looks very different, but she looks great. And uh, so is Stephen Wolf. So yeah, that's the, that's the place for updates or you can follow us on Twitter at the number two heels in a face. Uh, I jumped a little bit early on that, but you'll get up. We retweet. Uh, all the stuff so yeah there you go
2: nice nice. Yes. what else should i, should I and, interview you guys now are you guys gonna ambush me and then like bring steve in here and like you like <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just <laughs> took another number away from you like fuck <laughs>
1: i feel like i've been asking you a ton of tough questions tonight so i think i'm gonna let, let you off the hot seat there and uh you answered right. them very politically well, and I don't think you're in trouble. So no,
0: I kept it pretty good. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Well, uh, let's uh,
2: let's uh, hopefully have you on at the end of this uh, four month series. Absolutely, I, I would love to. We'll talk about it. Kind of see how it all arced itself, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, from now till till the yeah. end of the year. Maybe yeah. maybe that one will be a full capacity show. Who knows how this might go? We have three months left in the year. Let's let's see what happens. Things can change. I'm very, I'm like overly optimistic that <laughs> one day just like the news is gonna report that this thing went away. Like, it's like, hey, you know, by the way, we all woke up today and it's gone. The coronavirus went away last night. I'm, ho- I'm holding out for that hope, guys. <laughs> oh, all right, well, <laughs> it's, it's a false hope, but I'm holding out for it. <laughs> but uh, right, cool.
0: Trent. Uh, do you want to plug uh, your podcast, all your yeah. 20 podcasts? Yeah, that'll, that'll yeah. be
2: quick. Uh, you can follow me at Trent Zuberry on Twitter, and then my two shows. My big one is the Total Nonstop Impact podcast. If you are an Impact Wrestling fan, uh, we go po- we're the we do a post show every Tuesday night after Impact on Access, and then we um, we do a full on post show review and discussion. It's very talk show style. It's not a typical like y like. Well, and then there was a clothesline at minute two, and then oh, what do you think about that clothesline? Oh, it was hard hitting. Six stars or all oh, the fucking... No, nah, it's not any of that shit. Right? <laughs> it's like literally a fucking talk show. It's like a mor- Mankow's Morning Madhouse Howard Stern approach two wrestling discussion okay uh, thursday nights we do a throwback and then sunday we do the tna shows from the asylum and then sunday nights uh open forum and then uh backstage boys podcast me and basil who is the photographer extraordinaire on the scene we uh we discuss independent pro wrestling production behind the scenes kind of stuff hasn't been too much talk about it's so a little bit slow on the calendar releases but we did release a new one this week so check that out uh, just type in total Sub impact or backstage boys podcast. It literally comes up It's on every platform you can imagine. So search us like follow subscribe Get a hold of us and then uh, yeah, go from there. Cool
0: Awesome. Great. Uh, everybody remember to go and get your uh, fight uh, purchase so you can watch all these four shows uh, as far as two heels and a face goes, I know Charlie already talked about two heels in a face on Twitter. We're also on Facebook and Instagram under two heels in a face. That's number two heels in a face. Uh, we have a website where we post all of our episodes in the event that you can't find it anywhere, uh, heels and a face.com. But if you want to listen to the podcast and a podcast platform, where can they find that, Charlie?
1: Yep, only uh strictly on dailymotion.com. That is the we're exclusive <laughs> to daily motion. Um, um just kidding. Uh uh, Spotify, SoundCloud Stitcher Radio Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts all of those platforms and yeah I think uh, when you hopefully visit there drop us a review, use the hashtag #repushpaco on there please and uh, then we'll know that you listened to this episode.
0: Alright, thanks
1: Thanks
2: And you know, oh man sir this is family now ain't nobody taking our shit Ain't nobody taking our shit!